Good morning. Hi, honey. How are you this morning? Yeah, good. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Pleasant. That's even better. Mm. Sort of. I don't know. I don't know. Before we do anything, I'm going to plug because I constantly forget to plug our uh, contact information. Because I'm new. How all is right, all of the me, millions of people? Just sue me. Exactly. I know. How are the, all the millions of people going to find us? Where it's just, it's it's absolutely <laughs> out of control. It's like an avalanche. You know, it started with a small, <laughs> you know, that, 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 that little snowflake that started the snowball cascading and then it's an enormous like avalanche. And that's kind of what it's been like for us in terms of our love and, and viewership. Oh. Uh, not at all. But, you know, we, you know we, we can imagine. We can use our minds and, and pretend like Imagination that's Imagination is powerful. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you are on Instagram at yuzha.gray. Yes. That's G-R-A-Y. Yes. And that's where they can find you and your art and a little bit of your journey as well. There's also in the link in the bio, which is to, uh, it's a link tree and it's got access to our our podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it. Um, you, uh, your book, my website. There was something. My Pinterest. Right. And you have a website, which I have is? a website. Uh, Fantastic. And uh, if you want to email us, get in contact with us regarding specifically the content uh, herein, uh, itppc at protonmail.com. In the process podcast. Which itppc being in the you process podcast. You made it podcast. really... I, I, don't, I don't know if I like it. Well, I didn't want to put in the process podcast at protonmail.com. Why? because <laughs> it's like you're like oh what's your what's your uh, your podcast what's your email address and then it's you need a you need a um, like a a name bar whatever you call it where you yeah. where you write it in and that goes for like 14 years fine. we'll change it at some point oh I'm sorry my creativity is not good enough for you oh look at me I'm Yuja I'm an artist I know it's <laughs> nice I know it's better than anything that you think I'm just saying it doesn't like roll off the tongue I always have to like write out the word in my in my mind and then kind of highlight the first letters uh, yeah I'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> I want to make note this morning so we're back outside thankfully there's like this haze this like this it's a dirty look at that it's like a dirty fog it is the weirdest thing yuck so, it was just gross. foggy all around. Our visibility gross. was quite poor. It's starting to lift now. But as we look out over the other side of the valley, it's like this dark, like dirty, grey, brownie sky. But there's a line just above the tree t- the treetops on the horizon where that ends. And then it's this like pale yeah. blue, white colour. There's just this solid line the whole way, like as far this as the eye can see. It's where conspiracy theorists of, um, about our cloud seeding come in. And they're, oh, all, they're all trying to kill us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Um, I don't know what this is, but it's really dirty. It turns. It's like it's oh, creeping I, I, me I out. I think it's just it's just it's just fog. It's just low lying cloud. But it's brown. Oh, well, it looks brown. I don't know what's on the other side. It could be it could be from the light of the sun coming up that's going through it. I'm not sure. I'm Let, not. Let's a, not talk about it. I'm let's not, not try person. to understand it. I know because we're completely ignorant as to how things work. Yeah, so I I, I'm not even going to speculate. I'm just observing. I'm making an observation. I'm not making a, a statement about anything. Wonderful. Let's move on, I think. Well, the thing I want to move on to first is that uh, as the avalanche of emails came in last night <laughs> about uh, the, 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 state, the status of the chickens. Actually. Oh, yeah. Go, go, go. Uh, th- there wasn't an avalanche, but no. we did put straw all down in the chicken pen last night. We cleaned it all up. They're very happy. Very happy. They're they're doing very well now. So I'm ve- very stoked. There is not a not a bit of mud to be seen in that chicken coop now, except on them still on the except, backs of yeah. the three big ones. The poor the, the big ones where the, the do we rooster. wash them? Do, you, do can we do that? I don't want to. No, they're fine. They'll, they'll be right. They get in the they we've got it so we've got a giant tractor tire that I filled with soil. But that's dirt. And dirt. Well, that's what they get in and they they dust themselves with. I know, but they've got mud on them, like they're anyway. It comes off over time. Okay. Yes. Okay, so you know how yesterday you said that I don't have two hundred. I didn't um, say it like that. And okay. as of yesterday, you did not have 200. No, I'm just going to say that. So I know. Continue. I know. But, okay, that number had to have come from somewhere. I wish there was bigger numbers in our bank account, but let's let's move on. So, yesterday, I said that we had 140. I had 140 something likes on my reel, Insta reel that I did. This morning, 24 hours, I now have 219 I can't believe how they were just like, 
And a few follows as well. And follows. So they yeah. liked my reel. And they followed me. How nice is that? And a couple reached out. And they liked my posts. And they were like, oh, my God, I love this. And, oh, my gosh, you're so talented. And I, I look back and they just, they're fantastic artists. Oh. I was like, wow, they're <laughs> far out. I was so like, oh, my God, you're calling me a good artist. Look what you can do. Real, like, portrait. It's, it's crazy. Oh, there's a couple of really stunning ones for yeah. sure. But everyone's, everyone's art's unique. Yours is like, yeah, what you've created. And it's also what's gone into it. Like, yeah, I know. You know. There's the, the, the kind of what you've infused it with. Obviously. As it were. Yeah. And you pick up on that. Yeah. But 24 That's, hours, yeah, 219. It's just, it's, There's it's, probably going to be more when I'm back. I can't believe overnight. That reel, that reel like just keeps going. Overnight. And the funny thing is, it's like, you know, some people who have probably had viral reels that get like thousands of views like instantly or thousands of this likes instantly. This is new instantly. to me. Like, let me enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Of course. Of course. No, it is incredible. It's great. I've never, I've never. I need um, to use this number thing on our bank account and see if that works. Being like, oh no, I see ten million. Oh, and then you know, <laughs> in twenty four hours, maybe yeah. something happens. Something, something, something magical. happens overnight. That, uh, <laughs> that, like I said yesterday, I don't want to win a lottery, but no. if we could somehow do some kind of work today that gets joking. us ten million dollars tomorrow, I would be very happy for that. <laughs> <sighs> well, speaking of your art. Yeah. Oh, we went to the cafe, and I switched. One of the, the most popular yeah, little switcheroo because it's Saturday today. So everyone's going in. It's a busy weekend. People oh, are going to be like, oh, oh no, so where just before the gone? weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I've switched, switched one. I'm going to work on um, another one. I've got a couple actually in the works. And I'm going to I'm gonna keep switching. We're such couple. terrible manipulative salespeople, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I would say this is so terrible. I think people have done worse than this. Just saying. My gosh. I still I kind of feel guilty, but I'm like, no, because I want them to want. I want them to like what, have what they want. That's it, and, it's, and, that's, and that's the thing. Yeah, we've learned that too. It's like if you want something, you, you kind of have to go for it, right? <laughs> we didn't record that, did I, when I was saying yesterday? I know sure. we're in the car. No, yeah. Or we were walking. And I was like, it is interesting how so many people want it, but they wouldn't, they're not going to buy it for themselves. Like they, they hold back. And for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. Like it's like how many people really go for what they want? I know it's like um, making it bigger than it is, but everything has meaning and that's how we live our life. And it was just really interesting how it's like so many people were looking at this and wanting her. Just wanting this part, that part, this energy, whatever it was in her. She's so beautiful, this, this, this. No, no, I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy it today. Or I'm not going to. I'll deny myself. I'll this, deny yeah. myself of something. Do you know what I mean? Like, but how many people really go for what they want? Yeah, wholeheartedly and full body. It seems relatively rare. I mean, sometimes, and when they do go for that, what they want, it's almost like there needs to be a follow up justification. I know what that's like too, because we've done, we've been like that too. Yes, you right. know, it's like we've gone for something we want, and then there's a, like a guilt associated with it because yeah. it's like we wanted it, so we we kind of feel like maybe we were being selfish by getting it, mm-hmm. just because we wanted it for just ourselves. It's like, it. oh, maybe I should have thought of this other thing, and I could have spent my money on that, or I could have thought of this other person, but it's instead I spent the money and I've got this for myself. You know, mm. like it's, and then you have to sort of justify it in the in the like the post-mortem yeah absolutely yeah it's it's just really it's just a really interesting observation that i was like why why aren't they buying it not not because i want the money it's not that i'm just it's interesting to observe customers i think uh, sorry yeah no no, no, no sorry no, no. Continue. I, I don't know if you well you've interrupted now my train of thought's gone so no, not to make you feel bad it's actually gone go well um I was going to say uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's book, um, Big Magic, which is really good, and you so you good. talk about it a lot. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned it on this podcast. Actually, actually, I don't think I have. Oh my goodness! Big Magic. So oh. I, it was. I read that when I was first reading a lot of my like spiritual stuff when I was trying to get a handle on who the heck I was and and what I believed in. And you recommended that book because it's all about creativity and and making like t- t- taking inspiration. And God, it's been such a long time since I've read it. There's a bit in it that you always, uh, you always reference in that inspiration when it comes to you, take it, take it and and like uh, basically bring it forth into reality, into your reality. Because if you don't take that inspiration, then someone, someone else, else will. will. It'll, go It'll go to, to someone else. else. It's kind of like it has a mind of its own. So inspiration comes goes to one person, and an idea. It's like an idea. And it, it'll come in different ways. Being like, oh, I have an idea. That's really that's really cool. I want to do that. But if you wait on it and you don't do anything with it, it will leave and it will go to someone else. So you either, when that inspiration comes, you put forth what you 
what you can do with it and then put it out there for someone else then to use to because it moves she, she talks about inspiration like it moves from person to person I think there was a story she was saying that she wrote a book a story and then I think there was like a period of time where she stopped or something and then another she came across someone else who was another writer and they were sharing a story and it was like nearly exactly the same even um, not to not to no, no, call out your your mum, but even she's adamant that there's something like with nappies, like reusable nappies or something. Didn't she say she was yeah. like adamant that she ca- she came up with reusable fabric nappies? She just didn't go through. She with didn't it. go through with it. It was around the same time she had the idea. She's like fabric nappies because she, she she's was a seamstress, using them. right? As she's well. a seamstress so, yep. as well. Yeah. So um, and she, it came to her and she was like thinking about it for so long, but because she didn't do anything with it. So, very soon after, someone else created the fabric nappy, the reuse, the washable nappy, and they're now you can kind of imagine how much money they're making at yeah, the moment. And, and she still talks about it this day, being like, "I didn't do anything. I, I didn't do anything about it. it. I didn't do anything about it." So it's definitely it's 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 a it's it's a very interesting thing, and I think that there's there's absolutely something to it. I um I. When I read that part in the book, it was interesting because my um, my final at uni was about it was this um, this story, and I really wanted to put forth, but I didn't have the skills to actually make it like to create this story. Like I did the best I could with what I had. I was trying to make it abstract, but obviously I was just learning, and I, I did the best I could. Mushu, out of there! Chicken shit. Moldy chicken shit. That's what he's God. eating. Freaking no. Labrador. This is why you get sick, man. Sorry. We don't have to put this in. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. No. No. Don't come to me. <laughs> no. Yuck. Get your filthy mouth away from me. No. That's sick. You're going to vomit soon nah, because of that. Don't come to me. No, nah, that's gross, man. Go wash your mouth out. Go on. <laughs> Go get a drink. Go have a anyway, drink. you were doing your final at uni. Okay. So at uni, I had this story that it was like something like this new world coming into being. Like uh, it is, it's called the Great, uh, the a Beautiful Apocalypse, I think. I think it was called the Awakening, a Beautiful Apocalypse, and it's actually on. Um, it's on what's that video? Vimeo. And it's about how there's like cosmic chaos. There's like something in the air. Things just don't seem right. Things are starting to change. It's like the winds are changing. The tides are changing. The energy of people are changing. Ironically, like it's kind of what's happening. Um, but it's kind of like that. And all of a sudden, we everything falls asleep, and we wake up in an amalgam of or amalgam in an amalgamation. Is that what you call it? Um, with nature and animals, like human and like all the DNA, all the cells, everyone, kind of, everything kind of merges, and this new species appears and uh, is created. And this idea, I don't know how, it just was so potent in my mind. It was so strong and vivid in my mind that I was like, I so want to do more with this, but I don't have like the skills. I don't have the technique or anything how to actually bring this forward that makes me think of um so the fourth turning the book i read right yeah so there's the 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 saculum which is the 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 cycle of like the the world yeah which kind of follows or the cycle at least of a of a group a particular demographic whether it's a country or a region or whatever and it's generally goes for one lifespan and that's broken into four seasons kind of like our weather and our climate is broken mm. into four seasons um the second season is, is an awakening where you, you uh, what do they call it? Um, era it is an awakening. In an awakening era, it's like society kind of has a, a spiritual sort of rebirth, mm. an awakening to the spiritual values and the personal values of um, of of the society at the time. And then so that leads into basically a denigration of the of the structures and the, the the societal constructs that have existed up until that point. And then that leads into an unraveling of all those systems and all those all those um, uh, what are institutions. And then you get into it. That's an unraveling era. And then you get into a crisis era, which is when basically there's a complete de- decay and destruction of those institutions as a result of them basically being undermined from the awakening era. So we're actually in a crisis a crisis period right now, which mm. I think the author of the book. It was written by two guys. One of them's passed away since, but he was. He said I think 2026 20, or something. Crisis. The crisis era ended. Ends. 
he predicts. So <laughs> buckle up, we've got a few years left of this. Mm. Um, but then after the crisis period, you, you enter a high. So the new, uh, so in an awakening, you have a spiritual, it's more of an individual personal rebirth yeah. in society. Right. And then in a crisis, you have a, a public, it's like a, re, a, a redress of in institutions. The institutions are reestablished and reconfigured, I think, with the values that were uh, generated um, and discovered from the awakening era. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like everything breaks down and then the stuff that was rising, the sentiments that were rising from the awakening get reinfused into the institutions. And then as you move into the, the, the high, which is the next era after a crisis, you end up with these, with new constructions, new constructs, new institutions, new values, new ways of doing things. Yeah. And then that ultimately um, is a bit more fixed. The, the focus is a bit more on the collective, on, on public sentiment and well-being. Um, but then you sort of get in the high. It, everything's really good and everything feels fantastic and it's stable. But then that stability leads to this stagnation, which then leads to the next awakening. And then the cycle yeah, continues. Okay. And so that just, sorry, what you just said made me think of that, yeah. that cycle in that it's like everything was coming to an end. It, like yeah, it, it got it to this sort of point where it was stagnating and it was decaying. And then everything sort of fell apart. And then there was an infusion after this particular moment of like everything, everything. into this new this new way of being. Yeah. And I actually think and now that you've said the, um, the individual, like the awakening is more for the individual, um, It's probably it would probably be around the same time that things were changing for me in terms of my like my awakening and how I kind of, what happened when I left to go overseas and not run away but find myself and so that that had a big impact on me and I think that that story it must have the way it was coming through me it was like I was channeling stuff something I was always interested in fantasy and I was I loved Avatar and I loved just Disney films and I just like just feel like I just loved movies and stories and fantasy and Harry Potter and all of that and there was but there was something about it that obviously was it was trying to tell me something and you know I don't well, I think the thing is, I, I, and this is my a, a perspective perhaps on because I've seen the video and so you did a very good job yeah. and it's when you kind of think about so at, after that particular point when it was sort of the person was reborn as this kind of like you said amalgam of all these different animals and, and humans it's like a it's all the DNA has been merged and spliced and you're yeah. different it's you like, explain it a lot better than I do oh, it's my own story cause right. I, I can if I had what I if I had the right um, skills and techniques or something for to actually bring it to life oh, I would so so would. it's like kind of like avatar style like that's what it kind of feels like but it's kind of like if i sort of think but, about the, the perhaps the, what it's a sim symbolic yeah, of symbolic, yeah. is it's like how do you how would you visually represent uh, all these different sentiments emerging um emerging about you and then actually merging with you mm. so that you move forward with the benefit of perhaps a new a new perspective or a new way of approaching the world and i think how you visually perhaps represented that sentiment was by using representing that. those sentiments as different animals yeah and then the merger basically looked like a, a person that had scales had it spines down there like a what, what do you call like the it's like a like rhinos or like horned mm. horned animals yeah uh, there was uh, a bird so like she had wings like she was growing feathers like on her on her arms and her back and she was just like you know and it was like the um, that one, there was a rep, rep, reptile, like, sca like scales, like piercing through the skin. Um, cause it was like, as if you've fallen into a sleep and you wake as a, you know, a, something new and you, and it's unnerving. It is unnerving to look at because it's like, Oh my God, that's like so different. Like, can you, can you yeah. fathom? But it's a, I think it's a visual representation of how you have, uh, taken on new, new things that have made mm. you better mm. and have made you stronger. And even think about, right. When you, uh, perhaps when you observe people that are different to you, or even when you go back and listen to you, like when we listen to our older stuff and yeah. we're trying to, we haven't made the switch necessarily like straight away. It takes time to go. We need to have a different mindset. We need to be confident in that mindset and back ourselves. But when we actually see that, when we see what that actually looks like and is, it's like, ah, oh, that's kind of unnerving. Yeah. In the same way that it was kind They're of unnerving to see yeah. the visual, it visually represented like Cause, that. Because um, I remember that my project was very different to everyone else's. Everyone else was kind of based on fashion and interior. Like mine was very obscure and abstract compared to like 
compared to others because it was a design school <laughs> and I'm creating this film that's this fantasy story that I somehow made it about design <laughs> like literally design like human like human design well not human design but you know um and I think I brought in like architecture like old ancient architecture I brought in like I don't know how my thesis was crazy I have to, I have to find it somewhere but it really stood out like I had a screen and everyone else had their like their product and stuff and I had my screen and people were like what is this like who is this and what like how is how is this relevant but I remember when um I was on uh was it like exhibition night or something or when when we had the panel the panel sitting and I did my presentation and then I showed the video it was like silent like this the um actually the headmaster what was her name oh, Leanne Whitehouse, sorry, she actually goes, I'm speechless. And that's all I wanted because every, every one of my teachers was doubting me. And I'm like, I have to do this. I know what I'm talking about. I know it doesn't seem, I know it doesn't feel like, I, I know you think I'm lost. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm getting somewhere. I promise. Like I know where I'm going. There's something that needs to come out and I don't know what it is. And I didn't know, I didn't understand. I was just like, I have to do this. I have to create this video I don't, for whatever reason. And perhaps that was that inspiration that was coming through me. And I chose to accept it. I chose to say yes to it. And then bringing it forward. There was another girl, she goes, it brought tears to my eyes. She's like, I was literally crying when I, because uh, the subwoofer was there and it was like booming through this, like the, our, um, our big room that we were in. And like, it hit people differently, which is really interesting. It seems to me like you just, without realizing it, you captured, you captured the, the, the historical point we're currently at. That's what it seems to me, right? If, if we're in this sort of crisis era, mm. you capture that sentiment in like where there's a change in the... You call it an apocalypse. Well, arguably, we are viewing the complete destruction of societies we know it right now. And I call it a beautiful apocalypse because yeah, it's kind of like... And that's an optimistic like, perspective. Yeah. It's to say that just because it's destruction, it does not mean it's a bad thing. No. We can, I think we will come out of this better for it and stronger that, for it. That's the, I think that was the sentiment. There's and raging... Sen- there's, there's raging... Uh, perspectives or sentiments or mm. warring allegiances like all over the place at the moment like there's it's a real there is real chaos in the air yeah but it's of course there is i mean look at the time we're in yeah so but that does not mean that the outcome of it is going to be something that's going to make us all worse off i think no. we will be better off yeah. for it but there's some things we need to iron. We need to iron out some kinks first, and hopefully, we've we've witnessed the extent of the pain of this process. But that remains to be seen. Like I said, according to to the, this author, <laughs> he reckons 2026 to 2028. I think mm. it was that sort of time period that this this will last till. Um, even in human design, I think they talk about I don't know what it's called, but they talk about something about 2026, 2025 or 2026. Something that's going to happen there as well. So. Even energetically or astrologically, there is something. It's just, it's, a just shift. it's just interesting. Like I said, I think perhaps it was so successful for you because you tapped into that undercurrent without realizing it. I, I had no idea. I had no idea what was going through me. I had more drive than ever to complete this project. In the three years that I was there doing that course, that last that last year, or even I'd say six months, because we only had like that six months to really complete it. I had never been so driven to complete something ever in my life. I was really, I'm really, I'm not, I wasn't that great in school in terms of projects. I really didn't like doing those projects because I didn't have any passion for it or anything. I had no reason to do it. So it would be really like, it, I'd be pretty slack with it, really slack with finishing it and I wasn't interested. But this was the first time ever that I wanted to create and finish a project because it meant it was it was more than just a project. It was like I was showing up for myself, not even just for others. I was showing up for myself for the first time in a long time. It was, it's just it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's so um, with that with that um, big with big magic when she was talking about inspiration, I, I I did as much as I could with that idea or that inspiration. I, I could I just did as much as I could at the time, and then. I even, I remember, I go, okay, I now give it, if, if it's still with me, if it's still lingering, I can't really put this or create this like with what I've got now. I'm not in the headspace and, you know, I, I went downhill a little bit. I was going up and down after that because it probably shook my world. I remember my brother's wedding was the next day of my exhibition. 
and I had worked so hard, like nonstop, I'm talking like sleepless nights. I was so driven, wanted to get this done, needed needed to, wasn't wanted, I needed to get this finished that um, at the wedding I started to like, I, was, I remember I was standing there um, the, during the ceremony and I was kind of like began to shake and I started to feel really like uneasy and my chest started to hurt and I had my first panic attack that I have, I, I never experienced anything like that. It was like the first, like, it, it was crazy. All of a sudden I'm like, I, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And then I remember I couldn't breathe for hours. I think there was someone with me, a friend, a family friend, she was sitting with me and she was literally saying, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, like for about, like, I don't even know how long. It felt like two hours. She was sitting with me saying, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, like literally telling me what to do because I could not control my body. I was in just such a state of shock and I was exhausted and everything just kind of like combusted. And I missed the whole wedding. I missed the whole party after that. I had no idea. I fell asleep and I woke up at like 5 a.m. I think and everyone, there was a few people still up dancing and that. Um, but I missed the entire thing because of this, of this whole explosion of all this pressure that I'd kind of put myself under. Or just this energy. That's crazy. Mm. Perhaps that's where it started. Perhaps it wasn't even um, that when I went to London. Now think about it. Was that it was kind of one of those things that it was like you got to the end of it and then it was like a now what? Yeah. Um, a lot of people like gave, uh, gave me their card or they took my card. And then like getting contact. There was a photographer. There was a, f- a videographer. Like there was... Uh, there was so many people that got in touch, but nothing happened after that. And then, did you try and make anything happen? I didn't know. I I'd never ever worked so hard on something ever in my life. Like I had no idea how to kind of go forward because. So you didn't. You didn't. Fo- no. You just got overwhelmed with all. I this got so overwhelmed. Noise. With, no, no. That like I was excited. I was excited to work with a photographer and stuff, but it just never worked out. He was like, "Oh, I'm going overseas," or something happened. Like things just didn't work out. I didn't because I he wanted I wanted to continue the story. I wanted to continue that because he was like, I, I love where your head's at. I don't like, know what you're all about, but this is just really cool. Like get in contact with me or give me your card and nothing ever happened from that. Not that it mattered. Like it wasn't about that. I think even they weren't really that supportive in the sense of like guiding you to he- like where, where to go in the in the artist the creative industry. Like there, because there are so many different arenas and areas that you can go into. And I was, you know, I loved film, but I also loved, you know, drawing and art. And I, I loved, like, I, I, there was so many things that I liked, fashion. And it, it was, they didn't guide you. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. classic, you know. Oh, well, it's, it's hard, you know, if you, yeah, if, if, and if you don't get that sort of guidance, it's what, where do you go with anything? Well, that's it. I, I didn't know how to contact. Like, they were like, yeah, no, you know, go and talk to people and you do it yourself and we're not going to help you. And I'm like, isn't the whole point of you being an established stylist or designer or thing to help us get in to use your network? Like, that's the whole point. Like, we're spending so much money to be here from to teach, to learn from you and to use your, your source, resources. And you're telling me that the first, one of the first, things they said to us is that not many of you are going to make it it's like wow thank you which although true could have, but true but potentially setting us up to fail yeah, it's like oh so i've got no chance i'm not going to even try and i didn't I, the first two years i don't even remember what i learned to be honest i there was very little that that i really um really took in interesting oh you knew it was sort of the same for me too yeah <laughs> I mean, that was probably for me so me that was probably uh more just my I was going to uni not because I wanted to go to uni but because I, I felt like to, I had yeah. to see I wanted to go so I was trying to you know get the most out of it but the, the, the guidance was really really poor oh well I mean I guess you're here now and you've gone through that journey and you've gone through what <laughs> guiding cause it, myself because <laughs> if that I mean ultimately if that was the the the, the moment that was the as like that was the moment that was the catalyst for perhaps your going downhill and your depression. Mm. It was ultimately your depression, which which was the catalyst for your, oh, yeah. you know, ultimate self improvement. Mm. So it's kind of like if it perhaps wasn't oh, for all grateful. that, you wouldn't like, be where I'm you not, are I'm not either. blaming. Yeah, I'm not going to blame that and blame put it all the responsibility on others. That's just that's silly. <laughs> oh, it's interesting though. It is definitely really um really interesting, especially if that was the if that was more so the moment mm. no, for I'm you. Thinking about it. Yeah, because that was. 
Because that's a, that's a really powerful kind of... It can be nihilistic that now what? It's like, well, nothing else is meaningful anymore. I feel like I put everything into that, everything of me into that. And then what? Yeah, well, like what happens now? Like it's all gone. I'm just it's all out there. We've got to go find a new meaning, which you know now, obviously. Oh, yeah. But you didn't have the guidance back then to know that. <laughs> no, I did not. But yeah, anyway, like so we're, we're, we're trying to, to just sort of bring it back a little bit. Um with the, the we're pulling the heroin out it's we're trying to generate that sort of sense of of the cafe of of the cafe yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying we're trying to generate that kind of sense that nothing nothing is forever and if you want something you kind of have to go for it otherwise someone else will take it so that's that's ultimately kind of our sales tactic it might be a little bit sneaky might not be whatever i don't really care but the point is that it's like just if something's always sitting there, if something's always available, you kind of just get complacent thinking it's just always going to be there and, and always going to be available. We're the same. Mm. And then the hope is, you know, one day if it's gone and you go, shit, what have I done? Like, what did I, why didn't I, why didn't I go for it? And you said, why didn't I go, like, why didn't I take it when I had the chance? And it's yeah. like, it's like that with inspiration and, and creativity. It's like, if you get something that comes to you, bloody take it with both hands. Otherwise, you don't know how long you'll have it for. You don't know if you'll lose it and someone else might take it and, and re- read the, benefits that you could have you could have been uh, achieving so it's kind of like that's that's sort of the sentiment i think we're trying to tap into by by removing the image from the shop and putting a new one in mm. because it's, if that's the most popular one it's like well how much do you actually want this and then hopefully if there if that is noticed that it's like oh that one's gone then what about all the other ones There's like everything's so temporary because mm. it is it's like it, and if you don't it's like with anything like like I I really love energy and I love using energy as um, as a guide because it's like okay if I want something why do I want it do I like it just because it's pretty or is it offering me something deeper is there something in this that I need you know if so if I was looking at say that that piece and I was looking at her I'm like okay what does she mean what would the heroine mean you know to me do I want to be the heroine of my own life do I want to start actually being curious about about what I can do and who I can be. Am I in the shadows? Am I hiding in the shadows? Like asking those questions and being like, is this image going to help me to actually stand more forth? Am, am I afraid? You know, and I guess like, I mean, that's not for everyone to kind of think that way, but I guess like my pieces are all, they're all made with that energy of there's meaning in it. There's a reason why this came out of me. And it's not just yeah. There's, there's it's more to it. You know, people are like it's just interesting. Like it's so intriguing your work. Your work is so intriguing. It's like yeah, because it's not just it's not just lines and and that. There's there's other energy that was put into that. Like I I ask you know um, unconsciously, but you know my book when I when I sat there and I drew something was flowing through me because it was my journal. It, it started with my my sketches in my journal, so that was coming through intuitively, like it, it, through somewhere unconscious or subconscious that was coming out so that energy and then I was like that's how I'm feeling right now that's what it's giving me I'm afraid to kind of step into being the heroine so I I was like maybe it's time for me to actually start to take take action on what I can do to kind of lead my life in a, in a particular way it's like a call to action that piece I, I view I feel it too it's 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 I think that's why it feels powerful mm. because you look at it and you're like there's it's red lipstick. It's the hair. You're kind of done up. You're like it's the look. The look that 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 she is that she has is mm. kind of like um. It's like a curiosity. Yeah. It's like a but it's it's like a powerful curiosity. It's not a nervousness. It's like a confident no. curiosity in something. Yeah. And it's like she she wants she's done up. She's ready to go for it. And so I think that's the energy that sort of comes through. And I think you might obviously when you created it, that was the energy you were trying to tap into for yourself. That's what you wanted to create for that's yourself. It. So that's yeah. why it resonates so much with you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it resonates in general because that that's that's kind of what it's saying. It's like laying it down a challenge for whoever grabs it to go for it. And, and people might be intimidated by it. They could be, yeah. They'd be like, I like it, but I can't. You know, some I want someone not worthy said type thing of I that type of uh, yeah. sentiment. Uh, one of the uh, comments was, oh, it's just too I, don't, I just wouldn't pay that much. And it's like, that's fine, but that's what it's worth. And I've really learned and understood that by some artists that I've been following. And even, uh, they're not even artists. Some of them are just um, uh, self-development leaders. And they're like, 
you know your worth. It's like that piece is worth a lot more. So I'm like, you're actually getting quite a bargain. But right now, this is where I'm at as an artist and this is where I have to start. And if that's too expensive for you, you know, you've just sat down to have a, <laughs> you know, $50 meal or whatever. But it's like, do you know what I mean? Like things that we, yeah. it's these tiny little yeah. things. It's like I'm, I'm willing to pay so much for, say, temporary. Yeah. But for for permanent, for something that's going to, you know, touch my soul, we hesitate. We hesitate to really allow things to, like, touch our soul, that move our soul, that add value to us and our life. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's Maybe it's scary because then it's like you have to open yourself up. And that's a and scary thing to do. It's very scary. And it's really hard because I, I wouldn't, you can't push anyone into opening up. You can't, you cannot push anyone to really seeing, uh, like not opening up, but um, you can't pressure anyone to their everyone own time. Everyone in their own time, right? Ev- everyone that's has right. their own time. And all, all you can do is just show up. All we can do is just show up just show and up. express what we're at, where we're at in our yeah. time and, and hopefully resonate with, yeah. with anyone. Because even what I'm able to, um, I'm a, I can actually absorb at the moment, the information I can absorb, I could not two years ago, even a year ago. What I've understood now, like, what, like when I'm learning about astrology and all of that, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm really understanding it to, to like what I like what I wanted to understand a year ago I'm like oh I want to understand all of this and I want to understand this and this and this and now that I know it's like there's still so much more but I know so I am a very aware of what I can absorb now because I needed the experience alongside what I was learning I needed to allow myself to be this is where I'm at I'm just starting I can't put my put pressure on myself for you know actually um absorbing all this information all at once like it's just not possible you can't learn everything in a moment and i don't think you'll ever learn everything because even like i said deborah silverman who's an astrologer she's been doing this for so long she's like i still am learning every day i still get wowed by looking at someone else's chart that's how many she's been doing it for i can't even like heaps of years like just just so long her whole life pretty much and she goes i still get wowed by a chart and i've been doing this for so Long. Is there anything more ignorant than absolute certainty? Because it seems like the yeah. more you know about something, the more you realize you don't know about it. Yeah. It's like once you sort of, once you go out there and you, you receive that first piece of information, it's like, oh, there's another one. Oh, another one. Oh, it's candy. It's candy. It's like it just keeps going. <laughs> it but it's almost like, it's like a cone where it's yeah. like when you when you learn that one point, like the point of the cone. Yeah. And then you, you, you kind of tap into that, you access that, and then all of a sudden you realize it just keeps expands outwards. Like yeah. it's not just a straight line. There's not just, I've learned this now, then the next thing to learn is this, and then the next thing to learn is that. It's like there is so many, there are so many different ways that you can go with a piece of information and what it, what it opens up for you, like in a, in a certain field of study or for, mm. just for example, like there's so much to learn about it and as you learn more it's like you are all of a sudden accessing a different cone where there's all this different inform- all this information and all this uncertainty um from from that point and it's it's fascinating that's what i love about it and no we're, we're far too finite to be able to know everything about anything. anything we can know a lot about something but we i don't think we'd ever uh, be able to say definitively that we know all there is to know about a particular thing no because we we continue to grow i was doing a uh, my uh, watercolor course my domestica course and even yesterday, I'm like, I know this, but then it's like, oh my God, there's another way to do it. Oh my gosh, there's another, like this is, oh my gosh, there's more I'm learning. And I'm like, I know nothing. <laughs> even with like, and I'm looking up at, at my art because it's on our walls and I'm like, it's good, but it can just be so much better than that. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm, exactly. I, I literally have seen all the flaws and I'm like, it's like technically not the, um, and that's the, the same. energy, but the tec- the, technicalities of it. That's the same with like everything. With, everything, with, yeah. with the stuff I'm writing too. Mm. You know, I enjoy it. I appreciate it. I have fun with it. And it's just also knowing full well that at some point I will look back on this and go, my gosh, like that was just terrible. And I think we all do that. As we grow and develop and we learn more, then we mm-hmm. start to realize... We're opening to grow and learn. Yeah. There's just so there's so much more like to the the world. I mean, it, but does, that doesn't mean don't try. Mm-mm. Doesn't mean stop. It it means to, like the opposite. 
do it Keep because doing the more it. you the more you open yourself up to something or the more you choose to choose to subject yourself to new information i think the more you start to realize how big and incredible the world is and you start having fun but that's like, also and where, you start being playful with life and yeah, information but that's where the possibility kind of comes in yeah. you know if you lock yourself into a uh, into a perspective of certainty about something then you don't you're not allowing you're strangling anything different from happening mm. it's like that's the same for me that's what i've had to really i've had to come to that understanding so that i can start to like try move past my need to structure things because I've learned that when you when I structure something or when I try to really grip something and, and, and keep a tight control over what's happening with it, then nothing I don't allow any movement sideways. Mm. Because in that sense, if I try to structure something, I'm completely limited by my knowledge at that time. Yeah. When I try when I try and grasp it. And so it's like when I limit myself to literally only what I know and I don't allow myself to observe anything new or different, I don't also allow anything new or different to happen to me. And then but that is that's where the, the beauty of a lot of things is. Because you get to actually go, Oh my god, there's so much more. I can move out in in all this extra space now. And then you can reestablish you can reestablish your, your boundaries and your limits. But then from those then reestablish new ones yeah. go out there and just continue to sort of expand like that so that way where i initially was like this tight fist around my 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 i don't know whatever my certainty or whatever it was then the next time my fist is a little bit looser and then it's an open palm and then it's you know both palms are open and then it's like before you know it you just open yourself up a little bit and you can just be incredibly more knowledgeable about something and it's and you don't know the limit of what you don't know like i don't know if any of this is making sense but you don't know the limit of what you don't know and in that sense, to me, from where I sit, what I don't know is is infinite. I have no idea yeah. what what I have I have no idea about. I know what there's some things I know that I don't know about, <laughs> but I don't know I don't know what I don't know about. Yeah. And and so as long as there's that level of uncertainty, any level of uncertainty or doubt in anything, then it's basically unlimited in its scope of what it could be. This is so abstract, I know. No, I'm, I'm following. Yeah. I'm following. So yeah. it's like just, just to allow allow that uncertainty a little bit just to kind of step in and, and sweep you off your feet a little bit. Yeah. But I, I guess we, we are more – there's a lamb over there. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we are very uh, – we do like comfort. We do like when we know so – like we, know, we like certainty – the thing is, yeah, like you said, like certainty, you, you're very limited. Well, if that's the flip side of un- uncertainty, could be dangerous, right? It could be something. Could you, be. You're uncertain about the outcome of something, and that basically it requires trust, and it requires yeah, all the stuff because it could hurt you. Because I think we, we have a tendency to pr- try and preserve ourselves. However, certainty hurts you as well, yeah. and so knowing everything there, like. It like life just got so boring when I was like, especially yeah, like I was doing like a routine job the same thing I've, like and i'm like i'm certain and i mastered you know what i was what my work and i could everything do it with was my, predictable. Like, everything was, was predictable and yeah. knew it was going to happen i go yeah that well then yeah okay that's happened yeah and it's like you i mean also it depends in your chart if you like you know uncertainty or not if you need it but also we as humans are like we're required to grow like if you think of it we started little and we grew so it's like we actually in our bodies we allowed more space for information to come in we allowed it we you know we're supposed to grow we're supposed to get bigger we're supposed to like access the space around us we're actually supposed to move through different space i think we are by nature expansive we're very expansive we're part of west box of god like we're we're part of this all of this are, it's around us these natures these sounds these birds those lambs mushu <laughs> looking at the lambs probably drooling um the grass the dirt and the worms in the dirt and the chickens and like we're all part of it and you know that's it's really hard if you haven't really thought about it and you haven't really grasped it but like sit in nature for half an hour an hour go for a walk and just sit there and tell me you don't connect with something look up at the sky for as long as you can until you feel something you know it's in the stars it's like we are connected. You start to reflect. I remember when I, when I was doing that project and I got so interested in astronomy and I was looking up and I was looking at the stars and I'm like, I am everything. All of a sudden I just saw a reflection. And I had like that was huge and obviously it's probably why I had my breakdown because <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like I am I am nothing but I'm everything. And you have that moment. Like I don't know how many people have had that moment where you're just looking up and you all of a sudden are reflected and you're like, I'm looking at myself. 
and myself is I am that and that is me. And I had a moment like that when I got back home from work one time and I looked up. It was a beautiful clear night sky and you could just see stars. It was just yeah. all stars. And I just remember getting lost one time. Like I remember just focusing on one star. Yeah. And then all of a sudden just seeing like a, a blot and I sort of squinted a little bit to try and like reduce the the distortion of the, of the, the star mm. as I saw it. And then I kind of was able to see more of a bowl. And then I'm like, oh, it's something fucking made that switch in yeah. my mind, in my third eye type thing where I felt all of a sudden like I was I was transported. I like in an instant, I felt like I was everywhere yeah. and everything, like you said. But also at the same point, I realized how massive I was, but then realized how, how small, small and tiny this I human, am, but yeah. this human body is. I had this, it was, it was the weirdest yeah. like sudden, like really om- om- omniscient, omnipotent <laughs> awareness. That just I had in in, a, in an instant. In an instant. And then in that same instant, I realized how both simultaneously how huge and how tiny <laughs> I am. Insignificant and significant. It was incredible, yeah. and I've never been able to recapture that experience. But I oh. had that experience, and it, it, that was definitely, I think, for me as well, one of those moments where you just go, "Wow." And you can't you can't fathom it, but it's like, okay, well, what do I do with that? It's like how do you how do you go and live? It's like well then just live. If you know that you you have access to everything now, you have access to literally everything, and you like the planets and expansion of this night sky and then the day sky and the universe. Like why wouldn't you play with that? Why wouldn't you choose to play with that energy of anything is possible? It's scary. I think it's just, I think it's, it's so scary. But it's it it's it's about bringing yourself back to. Can it be fun? Can this be fun? If I do this, like if I give it a shot, how can, you know, will that add to my life? Of course is going to be the, the most, the answer. Is it scary? Of course. Of course it's scary. Everything, everything new is scary. Even when like I had to, when someone asks you to do something that you haven't done before, even if it's like you answer the phones now, and it's like, I think actually Elizabeth Gilbert, I think she said, I think it's in Big Magic. She goes, um, she hated answering. Her. She was a nervous wreck, I think. Was it her? She was a nervous wreck growing up. But her mum was like, no. Is that right? Or was that Marie Folio? I'm going to get him myself. Anyway, there's a story about someone and they're like, I, I was a nervous wreck. I could not go outside. I was terrified of the beach. I was terrified of answering phones or talking. But my parents, or my, I think it was the mother in particular, was like, you are now in charge of answering the phone every time it calls. You are to do it. And she was like, I hated it. But she goes, the more I did it, the more I'm like, oh, hello. And like, she just, you'd get more confident in it. Um, she goes, I, wouldn't it just be easier if everyone, um, like, because she was so scared of the ocean and there were sharks and scary things in the ocean. Of course, you'd never know. It's just really, it's, it's looming. She goes, Can't, wouldn't it just be better? Like, she's like, I would just feel so much better if everyone just came out of the water and sat on the beach and read their books. <laughs> and her mum's like, yeah, no, nah, it's just not going to happen. And she's like, she didn't coddle her. She didn't keep her in that show being like, oh, you're scared, you're scared. Oh, oh. she goes, no, no, you're going to get out there. We're going to go and take one step in the water. You know, like, oh, I can't remember what the rest of the story was. The old exposure therapy. It's that kind of exposure, yeah. And she goes, I am so grateful for that because it actually broke me through all my anxieties, all my fears and stuff and made me stronger and she's like of course I hated it then of course you're gonna hate it of course it's scary it's like when we do things that we don't usually do like it, of course it, it is it's scary you don't want to do it but there's a fear every single time and well speaking of that because I was wondering how we're going to segue into it and I know we'll, we'll bring this to a to a close, close in, yeah. just in just a moment so. uh part of that is there's a, there's a market just literally a two-minute walk down the road from where we live just here mm. that happens, I think, the first Sunday of every month or something. Yeah. And it's a it's a bohemian market and it's probably, arguably, uh, the perfect environment for your type of art potentially yeah, to sell. Yeah, And we've, we've, like, obviously contemplated, do we do we do it? Do we figure out a way to kind of get involved with the market and, and have a stall there? And, yeah, I mean, it's terrifying. They're so freaking scary to put mm-hmm. yourself out there. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're not merchants. You know, we? <laughs> we're, not, we're not like salespeople. Mm-hmm. We're not like we've, – we've got a product, but there's that, that scary thing about – one thing. it's one thing to have a product and it's another thing, another thing to sell it, Yeah. you know. And you always have that hope that the product just sells itself. But, unfortunately, I don't know if it works like that. Uh, so, anyway, it, like we were just thinking about it the other day. We actually – when we went into the uh, the cafe yesterday to take out a to take out the art piece and swap it for the new one, there was a lady that was there 
who who she's she does art herself. And, oh, she's seemed lovely as well. She seemed like a really cool she's lady. Amazing, yeah. We were we were standing there talking for about five ten minutes, and she was just sharing some stuff and gave us a few tips. And and uh, I think you mentioned the mar- oh she mentioned markets. She she, she, she markets. did markets like once every two years or something. And I'm like, oh, we've got one here. Let's do it. And I'm like, well, I think that's why uh, we came across we came you today. Here. There's a reason for everything. And I'm sure that's why we came in at that time so we could be there as she was there to have that conversation. Out. And so as we're coming home, we're like, we're so limited financially. So I'm like, what would you traditionally, if you're setting up a... Do you want to share it or do we wait? Oh, we can wait, I guess. Yeah. and see what happens. But we're, okay. Well, long story short, mm. we're, I'm, I'm in the in the application process of, of or I'm in the process of applying uh, to have a stall at the at the Buller Market uh, next time it's on. So hopefully that all goes through and that all works. It's affordable. It's actually affordable. So affordable. And that's why I was, I was just going to say that like, because yeah. financially we're, we're very limited in how we can actually like stock, um, have stock yeah. to actually give out on the day. So I'm like, there's got to be a different way we have, we have to go about it. And we have that. And I had an idea. And so we'll uh, ultimately have to wait and see if that works. And if the application is successful, yeah. well, then, yeah, then we'll give we'll it share, a shot. Yeah. And then there's ultimately, you know, there's very little financial risk actually in the, in the, long, in the big scheme of things. It's really exciting. As a result of sort of doing it this way. When you, when you were saying it, you're like, I kind of have an idea. And when you said it, I, was, I couldn't help but smile because I was like, that's so cool. And it is so viable and it's actually so efficient. It's so efficient, yeah. this process. And why have we not been doing this before? So but anyway. And we're very excited and we will share that with you. When we'll share. I'll share once we, if, if, okay, if we, the application is successful and we actually end up doing it, I'll tell, I'll say what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, yeah, Because it's like, come along, come along. <laughs> yeah. I would just say, yeah, just wait for the application. Yeah, we'll well, if the application, I'll just say, stuff. I just wanted to share that uh, I'll put the application, I'm going through the process of applying for a stall and putting it to, put ourselves out there. Like that's a mental thing for me as well. Like I know it's your art, but depending on how it goes, like I could sell paper at the, if we do it again, you know, my book as well like there's a bunch of different things that we can sort of do next time if we do it one time and it works then you know so it's just one of those one of those things where it's like we've just got to continue to take these opportunities and these inspirations as they come because if we don't well we don't know what we're gonna what we might have had so yes it's uncertain as to how it would go and we're putting ourselves out there and we might get our head chopped off but hey it's an experience and we can learn from it and also what choice do we have Fundamentally, like that's that's one of the we things really I actually... We really have no excuse to not do anything. That's one of the things I do appreciate about our position. You know, there's a lot of things that's, that is terrifying about it. But also, it gives us this, we have nothing to lose mindset. And when you have nothing to lose, you, you, you'll do, you'll try new things. You'll do something differently. You'll be open to change. And I, we, we are because the situation demands it. And that's one of the things I really do appreciate. You know, if we had everything we, you know, we think we wanted or needed right now, would we be so willing to take certain risks that are actually bringing us a significant amount of reward? No. You know, so there's a lot of these sort of things that are going through my head and it's like, all right, now... Let's have fun. Let's ha- we've had this inspiration. Let's see how it goes and let's have some fun with it and see what happens. Mm. Who knows? You know, it, it could be very... It could be the thing... Could be the thing. ...that gets us, you know, where we want to be. So it's just a stepping stone and I just wanted to share that and, and just so that I can have the seed planted and we'll see how it goes. If we get accepted, I'll uh, give a little bit more information about it yeah. and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there. But exciting times. Exciting times. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it there. I just wanted to, one more time, I'll do the plug now as well. Your your website is? com and on Instagram, user.gray. Yeah, that's g- gray with an A, yeah, not an G-R-A-Y. E. dot G-R-A-Y, <laughs> even though it's in the... And the email address for this podcast is itppc at protonmail.com. So if you have anything that you wanted to shoot, uh, if you wanted to get in touch with us, shoot through anything to us yeah uh please let's network let's uh let's let's uh let's connect a little bit so reach out um anyway we'll be back tomorrow i love you love you